Welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast discussing entertainment news and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Matt. Matt, Matt what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yeah. Uh, check us out on TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod, uh, where the content is much better than the last 15 seconds have been. Yeah. On average. Um, <laughs> thanks to our skilled editor, Gage, who yeah. pieces together the, the least bad parts. Yep. Uh, many thanks to him. Praise be upon him. <laughs> we are not worthy. <laughs> Uh, Matt, what you been up to? Uh, it's tournament week for me. Got a tournament. Yeah. I'm off to in the morning. Um, I say off to. It's in Norman. It's like a ten minute drive. So. Walk over there? No, I'm not going to walk over there because it's going to be thirty degrees in the morning. Oh yeah, and it's also it's we're it's getting our first freeze tonight. Yeah, it's snowed. It's it snowed for like ten sn- seconds on our way. Here. Yeah, snow, it, snow. Small flakes of snow came from the sky to the ground. It snowed. Technically, snow is just ice. So. Technically, your face is just an assemblage of fleshy things. And if I rearrange it in a certain way with my <laughs> fists, it will not be fundamentally changed. Fair enough. What's that Dr. Manhattan line? Um, a, a living organism and a dead one have the same number of cells. Materially, there's no difference or something like that. I feel like scientifically that's not actually. All right, I'll accept it. Yes. Uh, so most of my time has been, um, alternating between, yeah, I'm cool. I'm chill and like absolute last minute panic of, I don't know any of my openings and I, I'm so out of shape on my calculation and how do end games work? What are end games? And so, uh, you might have ADHD slash anxiety. I mean, when I have a large high stress event coming towards that's me. Fair. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The ADHD thing wouldn't shock me, but yeah. Anyway. So yeah, it's been a lot of the last minute prep for that and stuff. Um, so I haven't done a lot of, uh, really content experiencing i guess okay i've not experienced much content um i have been getting into a little bit of uh, advance wars content on youtube kind of weirdly advance what you're not familiar with advance wars mm-hmm. it was a um a, well i had it and still have it on game boy uh, game boy advance okay um it was the original game and then a series of sequels and spinoffs um from the early aughts uh, it's a turn-based strategy. You get your little cartoony military units, and they move around a map and shoot at each other. Oh. Um, and you get your commanding officers, and they all have fun little powers, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this guy repairs all your units by two. This guy drops a meteor on a clump Jesus of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, no, but I got... Uh, so, I actually... The copy of the game that I got, I found on the ground at a campsite in Yellowstone National Park. Wow. And when I, you were a kid or recently? When I was a kid. I was okay. like eight. And I plugged it in my Game Boy and it worked. Huh. So I, was, I still own it. Um, I don't play it a whole lot because it's sort of broken because I found it on the ground in yeah. campsite in Yellowstone National Park. Yeah. Um, so it'll sometimes forget that there's all my saved data in there and just start me back from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, and then so I, I can't figure out exactly the right way to put it in. So that <sighs> Remember when game saves were saved on the cartridge? Yeah, an incredibly un like secure <laughs> method of saving. <laughs> uh, you just like you go this. and buy like a used Pokemon uh, Ruby game mm-hmm. from game from EB Games. Yep, <laughs> throw us back way oh, back yeah. there, uh, and you just be like, oh, look at these three saves. Oh no, it was just one save for Pokemon. I think so. Yeah, you like p- put that on, yeah. and you're like, wow, you didn't get very far, and you have really shitty Pokemon. Delete. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so, uh, yeah, I used to, um, 
I used to really like advanced. I mean, I still do like it. I just don't really play it because mm-hmm. um, of the aforementioned cartridge issues. Uh, but I don't even know how I stumbled on this. But um, there's some Advance Wars content on YouTube. Apparently, it's got a actually still a decent subculture following. There's a emulator online that you can get on and play. Uh, and you can play just versus people around the world. Um, there's a whole league. They've got ratings and stuff. Damn, it's kind of intense. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I've been watching uh, this Norwegian guy, uh, Mangs, M-A-N-G-S. Okay, I'm not going to uh, know better yeah. than you. <laughs> He's a, I, I think he does a lot of these sorts of turn-based strategy games, um, but he is a big fan of Advance Wars, and so I've been watching just some of his videos a little bit, like over lunch and stuff, um, and really enjoying it. And what I didn't realize is they're doing a reboot for the Switch. That's what I was trying to find on my phone, and I didn't see anything about it. Yeah, so they apparently announced this, like, three years ago, and I just missed it. I just, I was not aware, or I wasn't thinking about it, because I didn't have a Switch. Oh, here we go. Um, Nintendo announced in 2021. 2021, okay. So, last year. (laughs) Yeah, so last year, they announced uh, Advance Wars uh, 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Yeah. So, it's, uh, we don't know a whole lot of details, but it looks like they're just taking the um, 1 and 2 and moving them onto the switch and doing some light alterations um, oh interesting but uh the game was not originally i know i i'm, I'm getting oh, okay so uh it was supposed to release uh i think at some point in 2021 and then they originally pushed it back for just normal behind the scenes game development delays to uh april 2022 this past year mm-hmm. uh, and if you were paying attention to the uh, geopolitical happenings of spring 2022 you know that there's a big war big land war that happened and so nintendo decided that it was going to be in kind of poor taste to release the game at that point mm. and have put it on an indefinite hold that's not what uh my wikipedia said what they wikipedia said literally said? the western like consumers wouldn't be interested in a turn-based strategy game so i wonder if like are you looking at the right thing I think you're looking at the original Advance Wars because they didn't want no, to No, because it's the, the very original. next thing. So, like, uh, it would be remade and released together Nintendo Switch uh, Advance 2 Reboot Camp. The game was not originally intended for release outside of Japan, like the previous entries in the series, which were released in Japan only due to... Ten- oh, wait. Oh, oh, I missed a uh, line that says yeah. the previous ones were not. I understand. I, I don't want to get on my high battlecopter here, but I know more about Advance Wars than you do. <laughs> Fair enough. I will concede knowledge, given that I am going off of one paragraph on Wikipedia right yeah. now of knowledge. Yes. Never heard of the game before. Yeah, it's a. I think you would enjoy it. It's a. It's genuinely quite a fun game. You can get really nuanced with the strategy of, um, all the little little details and stuff. I watched a couple of like high level matches that this guy was sort of commentating. Mm. It's just like wow, there's a lot that goes into this that eight-year-old me never figured out eight-year-old me got pretty good like eight-year-old me beat the game on hard mode nice but i mean here's the thing you may have accidentally picked up on a lot of those nuances oh yeah no i picked up some of them but there's a whole bunch of stuff that i just Mm. way above my understanding and i didn't understand watching it until it was explained to me because there was like i cannot remember now because it was years ago that this happened and i remember the experience because it's something that has Good lord. Okay. So about maybe five years ago, I was playing a game or doing something that Mm -hmm. was something that I had done for years. Like, I'd been playing when I was a kid. And I looked up, like, a certain attribute about it, like, this kind of thing. Like, oh, like, how do you do this right and you do it really Mm -hmm. well? And I realized, like, I have been doing this. 
like this this kind of advanced technique of it mm-hmm. but i've never realized that it's an advanced technique it's just something that i kind of figured out mm-hmm. and like i was just like kind of intuitive about it and it was wild because i realized that was one of the first moments that I realized that, hey, I'm actually smart. Like, <laughs> that's a good bit of validation for you. Beyond yeah. being an idiot. Right. Like when it comes to so like specifically strategy and so the reason that I, was, I alluded to things that I've applied to uh, so like processes and systems like mm-hmm. that is something that I am genuinely just intuitively good at. And that was kind of the first moment where I was like, oh, I understand processes and stuff like that and that's why like when i changed my degree to ise Mm -hmm. when i started taking classes and people were like i'm not understanding i'm like this is like elementary work (laughs) for me like i uh, like this is just how i work and like now i'm playing like city skylines and doing like process analysis (laughs) on this stupid game and like so like, like that no, that's why I think I, mm-hmm. I think like when you were a kid, you may have like picked up on no, some yeah, there, more more than you think you did. There were there were definitely some things that I recognized, and I was like, oh yeah, that does make sense. But then there was a lot of stuff where I was like, okay, these guys are above my head. Gotcha. So no, no, I'm 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 aware. I'm familiar. Gotcha. I I think we should get you into chess sometime because either <sighs> I know either you're going to be really good at it and have a lot of fun with it, or get completely hooked and destroy your life and relationships just chasing down the rabbit hole of one more bullet game before bed i've been or wanting to you're gonna be bad at it and it's gonna humble you a little bit i oh i don't need to be humbled i'm i get plenty of that at work i am literally consciously anxious that i'm gonna get fired at work that's fun um i i have actively wanted to get into chess mm-hmm. i have far too many things that i'm either actively doing or also want to do like i want to yep. get more into my painting into my painting like i've done a single painting thing yet i'm waiting for christmas to come by to see if yeah. anyone gets me anything before i actually do it okay um but like no that, i mean that's why i ask you a lot more like intelligent questions like mm-hmm. i'm sure you've noticed that i ask more questions about that i just randomly yeah. text you a question about chess. it was great it was a good question um because like i'm interested in like the process of learning it like not mm-hmm. necessarily the like being good at it and like playing it but more of just like analytically how the game works yeah it's an incredibly simple system with an incredibly deep knowledge base yeah which is really fun yeah all right all right anything else uh no all right i have uh also been up to uh absolutely nothing new and so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna add on to a little bit of all the things that i well a little bit of new uh, I'm going to take a little bit of time to, cause we got time to kill. Oh yeah. Kill some time. Uh, so I've been playing city skylines continuously. <gasps> wow. Since the last time I played, I got a new DLC. Uh, so like last time I talked about, I got industries, mm-hmm. which I'm definitely like analyzing and like sure. process managing and stuff, doing more of that. Um, doing the it systems is insane. engineering on the industries. Yep. Uh, it's insane how literally everything that happens in the game is actually simulated happening. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you have... If I'm doing a forestry, there's a little forest, like a... a um, so it's called a uh, extractor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every, all four of those industries have an extractor. Mm-hmm. Oil, obviously, is like an oil rig yeah. that pulls the oil out. Uh, for forestry, it's just a little forest that you place mm-hmm. on top of, like, a forest. It's weird. But it's like, here's where, like, you're going right. to do the planting and stuff like that. Uh, you get that... And then, like, you watch the bar fill up, and then you literally watch a truck go out and place it into the storage. 
That's fun. And like, so you see those numbers change when the truck hits it. And so at five o'clock yesterday, uh, Kalen had gotten home and we talked a little bit and then, or like maybe two days ago. Uh, and I was like, okay, like, uh, before dinner, I'm going to go, uh, play a little bit of the game. I stare. So here's the thing about the industries thing is, uh, it's, it's kind of wonky on, um, where the raw materials come from. Mm. And so if you've got a, uh, so you've got a extractor and a processor, so it takes wood and turns it into plain wood or wood and turns it into paper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of finicky about how it works because if there's not a, a truck at that exact moment available from your own resources to bring it resources, it's going to import it uh, and it costs you money. And I don't uh, want that cost effectiveness process efficient. I want to be producing. I'm producing this stuff because it's annoying when like I produce materials and then it gets a little too full. So it starts exporting automatically. Mm. And at the exact same time, it's importing those raw materials because the truck is busy exporting. <laughs> I'm like, I, it's so stupid. And I wish there was a mod. Like if I could make mods for games, if mm-hmm. I knew how to do that, I would make a mod specifically to control import export <laughs> functions. See, most people make mods. So it rains trains or <laughs> everyone has breasts. Honestly. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people do, but there's like, that's, those aren't the mods I play. Like you have the people like in Skyrim who mm-hmm. like you infinite dancing. Right. Um, but there's like uh, a traffic uh, traffic manager mod that you can change lanes, like arrows, like turn lanes and stuff like mm. that. Like very specific traffic managing, mm-hmm. which is amazing. I started at five, looked at the clock at 630. After like, I swear my screen didn't move. I was just sitting there watching trucks and like <laughs> getting a sense of like the pattern of when and how long and where the trucks go. So weirdly, your Assassin's Creed sitting in a hay bale. <laughs> those skills translated a lot better than you're expecting. Huh? Yeah. I, I was literally just watching. I was like, okay, so like that truck goes there. Okay. When it gets to about this percentage of fill, it starts exporting. It sends four trucks to export. And then when it, if it doesn't do that, then it like literally just yeah. analyzing tiny little things about this. Which is insane because you would think a game at like this complex mm-hmm. wouldn't have that tiny amount of detail. Right. You'd, you'd think just it's just like general it, yeah. numbers. Yeah. Just yeah. being moved place to place. Uh, so it's insane. And like I talked about last time, you can watch a person like go. Like mm-hmm. if you wanted to follow them long enough, you can follow them age up and go through college and stuff like that. I don't know that for certain, but I have watched a person go home then the next morning go to work then the next uh, then that day go to like a the commercial district and buy mm-hmm. something like whatever they do yeah um this game is insane so anyway i bought the campus uh dlc which you can make so nice. with education you have an elementary school which gets people to educated mm-hmm. you have the high school which gets people to uh well educated and then you have a university which is just a single building that you place mm-hmm. that gets them the highly educated boy this game has a lot more faith in the education system yeah in real life uh and highly educated is really important for office buildings and stuff like that they need highly educated people uh so the campus dlc lets you create an actual like full university where it's got an admin building it's got dorms you can uh uh, there are three types of i think i talked about it a little bit last time Mm -hmm. uh there are three types of universities there's the university there's the trade school and there's the fine arts college Mm -hmm. uh and so you can the fine art like they each give you like benefits and stuff like that 
And so what I've been doing is I've been, uh, so you have these industries, four industries and three universities, and then soon I'm going to get park life, which gives you city parks, mm-hmm. uh, zoos, theme parks, and nature reserves. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of like really specific districts that kind of operate internally their own little system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can name them and I've been naming them after friends. Nice. And so uh, my current uh, forestry service is the Dalthorpe Forestry Service. Oh, delightful. Yeah. What fun. Yeah. That sounds like sort of thing I'd do, chop down trees indiscriminately. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It changes from game to game. I still do kind of like the restart because I'm just like, Mm -hmm. it's getting, like I get kind of far into it. I'm having a lot of traffic problems and it's kind of just the way that I set up the city. So like I learn about like kind of Mm -hmm. how set up city and I start the new game over. Human society, you progress for a while, traffic gets bad and then you nuke everything and start (laughs) over. Exactly. See, you understand. I do. Um, but no, I'm enjoying the game so much. It's, Good. Uh, I spend... I see your little Steam notification pop I up quite a lot. I spend an absurd amount of time on it. Because I'm getting so much more finer detail about it. I'm much less, like, utilitarian about things now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, yes, I need to put a healthcare system uh, building. And it needs to be in this general area so that it's, like, area of effect is is effective. But, like... Where would it be? It mm-hmm. wouldn't just be in the middle of a neighborhood. Like, it would be, like, on an off-road of a main, like, collector road. And right. so, like, I go and kind of, like, choose that. And then uh, you make parks that affect the land value and the happiness of people nearby. Mm-hmm. And so instead of just, like, choosing small park, place in the place where it's just the reddest yep. of value, I, like, uh, demolish a whole bunch of homes. And then, <laughs> domain, and then like and then actually like place if he was like okay so like there's a school right here i'm gonna do a playground so like the kids can do that yeah, be like, be like next door uh and then like i'll do so there's a commercial district here i'll do this little statue of wealth like there's some like kind of uh, unique mm-hmm. things yep and like i do little pads and i put little lights along it oh, like i actually so spend nice. time like i spend like solid five minutes just kind of like making this little park because yeah. it's gonna pay off when i get the park life and have mm-hmm. to actually spend the time. Like, every item you do affects the right. uh, appeal of the park. Uh, and so, like, it's it's becoming much less uh, objective-based and mm-hmm. more of, like, I'm building my city. Like, this makes sense how this city started. Like, it was just kind of like a little city. This is the grid. But, oh, as I developed, I realized that this thing kind of restricts the uh, the direction of this road. And so, like, I get some kind of character to... It's not just a straight north-south grid. So, like, you know how Norman has this weird twist yeah. in the middle? Um, I'm get, I My current city has that because I just made the city come straight off the highway. And then there were a lot of attributes of, like, the landscape and the river and things mm-hmm. and, like, roads and uh, other things and stuff like that that, like, I needed to kind of twist mm-hmm. a little bit to get that grid going. And so now I have this, like, really interesting kind of just like warp in the middle of the city i like it it makes gives it some character love it uh so that's been going on i'm continuing to read green arrow something that i wanted to talk about last time that i uh, forgot to get to about the green arrow is i the thing that i don't like about mike grell's run of the green arrow Mm -hmm. is so they're often mysteries like something's going on or Mm -hmm. like this kind of thing happening is they usually wrap up in a monologue of yeah. someone explaining what happened. Well, it um, is the eighties. You do need to fill up as much of the page with yeah, as you possibly can. It is can. not nearly as bad as uh, Wonder Woman. Boy, that is dense. 
Uh, but often, like, but like, if it's a three store or three issue arc, at the end of it, the last maybe four pages is just Green Arrow, like Oliver, monologuing to the bad guy what the 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 whole plot was. Scooby Doo rules. Yeah, like, and it's just like, it, I get it. Like, it's interesting because these stories. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, kind of what this whole backstory is. Right. But also, he knows. He yeah. knows why he did this and how he's there for it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I get I I have a little bit of an issue with that. I feel like it eases up later on, mm-hmm. but there's still kind of like monologues, and especially um, at one point, Ollie gets framed for some really big terrorist act. Nice. And he gets acquitted of it. Yeah. But he's pissed off about the entire thing and runs off to Africa. And so he spends an entire maybe like eight to ten issues in Africa. Uh, Four of those is like tracking down poachers of like uh, like like the ivory trade and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know how we talk about that? You can really see Mike Grell's political and sociological ideologies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Boy. He does not masquerade, doesn't like veil his ideals in the slightest in this. Like he literally is just like, this is the worst thing that people do. <laughs> like he gets, <laughs> he gets really lectury in those ones. Um, I mean, if you're going to lecture about something, the, the ivory trade is a good thing to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also interesting because like I, there's things that I didn't know about the ivory trade and how that whole thing worked. Um, I mean. I'm sure I would know if I remembered from the first time I read this run. Probably. But, you know, my memory. Yeah. I don't even know my name. But yeah, so still reading that. I'm enjoying it. Good. Glad to hear it. Uh, I watched, as I mentioned last week, uh, 67% of Enola Holmes and Enola Holmes 2. My impressions of those movies is that's probably exactly the right amount to watch. <laughs> um, Honestly, thoroughly fun. Because you only watched 67%. If you watched the whole thing, you'd be like, there were some fun bits, but it was overall kind of a drag. I don't know. I feel like I had, like, because I would, like, I would watch a good stretch. Like, it right. wasn't that I just kind of, like, walked past. Like, I would sit and watch for a good stretch. Yeah. Like, Millie Bobby Brown is, like, I mean, we know she's a good actor. Yeah, she's, uh, good. she's a lot of fun. So, it's a it's a break the fourth wall, like, looks at the camera right. uh, thing. Um, she's a lot of fun. Henry Cavill is... A delight to see him in always uh sherlock holmes like dealing with a chaotic kid um it is a very feminist movie or yeah both of the movies are mm-hmm. like very very feminist uh Boo. The, <laughs> uh and, and it, it's i feel like it does a good job of the luxury feminist type of thing okay. where it's like Kind of the whole point is like, oh, a girl wouldn't do this. And she's like, mm, yeah, and like does it like that kind of thing. Nice. But like it does it in such a fun way that you, you forgive it. They do uh, the second movie is centered around the uh, match girl strike. Are you familiar with this at all? Not really. No, uh, I don't remember her name, but she's definitely a character in it in uh, the 1890s i don't know the years uh i didn't know about this until watching the movie uh so matches like matchsticks and stuff Mm -hmm. 
were made like women populated that uh workforce mm-hmm. uh and it was killing them and so they walked out oh, and it was like a really big thing for like suffrage and like mm-hmm. worker rights and stuff like that nice uh and so it kind of ends on that and it's like kind of the the through line of the story like there's a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. that is going on but like that's kind of like a through line of it and so like it really kind of like pins the feminism because like it was a it was a feminist movement mm-hmm. uh and so it was good it was well done um cool and so it's enjoyable i uh i recommend it if you got you know a couple hours of you know just want to watch a fun movie mm-hmm. with some fun characters and stuff do it perfect movie to fold laundry to yeah Someone once described, uh, I think it was Red Notice. You remember that mm-hmm. movie that made absolutely no cultural impact? Mm-hmm. Um, as the perfect movie to fold laundry to. And I like that. kind of becoming Netflix's business model at this point. That's fine. I mean. Need some fold laundry I, I do have a lot of laundry I need to go home and fold. Yeah. I'm going to watch some hockey instead. But. Nice. Uh, so did those and then watched Hercules. Which one? Which one do you think? The good one? Yeah, the Dwayne Johnson one. Oh, you, you poor thing. Nah, the animated one. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were, uh, it was date night and she has been sick. And so we decided to just stay home and watch a movie. Nice. Uh, Should have watched Lion King. Thought about that halfway through when Scar's face is in the movie. Um, yeah. You, you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I realize I haven't seen Lion King since I was like a kid, but I've seen Hercules more recently. Uh, you've um, seen Black Panther. You've seen you've seen Lion King. Really? Is that the same story? There are some parallels. That's different from being the same story. Like Avatar is the same story <laughs> no, as Pocahontas. Like no. that's the same story. If you've read Hamlet, you've seen Lion King. I read Hamlet. I didn't read Hamlet. I was in the room when the class was reading <laughs> Hamlet. <laughs> uh, yeah. Honestly, actually, no. I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever was ever in a class that covered Hamlet. We did Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Macbeth and that was one, more popular, I think. Yeah. High school classrooms. I want to go back and like actually read some Shakespeare. I feel like now that I... There's a really good Macbeth. There have been a couple of really good Macbeth ap- adaptations in the past 10 years or so. There's hmm. one with Michael Fassbender that's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Original language, but like blood and guts and yeah. good stuff. And then there was, a, I think, a stage production with Denzel Washington and... Why am I blinking on her name? David Tennant was in something recently. No, he wasn't. He's never been in a thing in his life. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Who's David Tennant? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Francis McDormand. McDermott. I'm not unconfident. This is going to go very badly for you, and I'm looking forward to it. McDermott. Francis? M C D E R M O T T. Francis McDermott. Or McDormand. Wait. Dormand is the one I'm looking for. The one oh. that was in Fargo and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's so it was the. Uh, because so many people have searched McDermott thinking that's her name that it gave me that search result on top. Uh. And so, but then like it was like McDermott mcdormand like <laughs> yeah so all right you're right there's got to be some sort of mcdormand joke here like her name is hiding dormant under or, uh, or doorman i'm gonna quit while i'm behind do it uh 
Hercules. Hercules, the animated one. They remastered it. Oh, did they? Oh boy. Nice. I, I mean, it's uh, it's it's not like they it's not like it's anything gratuitous. It's just right. wow, that's really clean animation for being made in what 1999 or something. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, they definitely remastered. The fuck is on with the Hydra? Have you like gone back and seen it lately? Uh, I've seen it in the past five years. When he fights the Hydra, yeah, the Hydra is wildly different in animation. Like, oh it's, yeah, it's like sort of half CG. Yeah, it's yeah. like not only is it like a different frame rate, which is something that happens in like Avatar. We've been mm-hmm. watching Avatar. Kick my mic stand. Uh, I've been watching Avatar, and there's mm-hmm. like occasionally moments where like the the animation style goes from uh 24 frames per second to the full 30 frames per second so it's like mm-hmm. weirdly smooth yeah uh it's i i think it does that but also there's shading and there's not shading in anything else in the movie yep and so it's just like this weirdly like i i get that they're trying to go dark right but it's just weird yeah <laughs> like it's unsettling I, yeah um but no that's a great movie a lot of fun that's all i got for it yeah no it's a delight yeah really solid uh, addition to the Disney canon. Mm-hmm. Back when Disney had a canon worth adding to. No! I don't have anything else. Do I? I haven't made a single bit of progress on Jessica Jones. You know what I have been up to? What's that? Studying for my uh, entry certificate for business analysis. Nice. You nerd. Yeah. Boy. It's interesting concepts, not interesting videos. I bet. Oh, my God. I need to, like, do cocaine to stay away during it. <laughs> she is kind of, like, the, the instructor's kind of funny. She's, like, uh, I sent a Snapchat to the group about this. The There's a chapter that covers more in-depth uh, topic that the previous chapter did. Mm-hmm. And so she says, like, during the introduction of the chapter, uh, you think we may... Uh, you may think that we had covered this in the last one, but we didn't. And like says it in kind of like an aggressive way. Just like, shut up. You're stupid. We didn't. And this is different. Like, shut up. She explained. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm like, Oh, that was straightforward. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I've been studying. It's the end of the year. Uh, raise is coming up pretty soon at work. And so I want to get mm. the certification done. So I've been binging through this uh, nice. course. So it's left me very little time for anything else. Okay. That's good. Okay. Oh, we didn't read the email. Oh, dang it. Okay, we're coming back. We're coming back. We're back on the air. Okay. Uh, we've got a... Before we go, we've got an email. Yep. Uh, let me pull up my From email. The <laughs> esteemed Nick, Nick. Sayuntas. Oh, okay, yeah, you're good. I was, I was wondering if you guys get get his name. You say it, like, at least once a month, so... Yeah, really? Yeah. Ah, huh, you know. You're very, very attached to that man. <laughs> Because he's the only listener that I know of that actually. Well, okay, actually, apparently Gage has a friend who listens regularly. Well, okay, he has failed to. He's referenced him multiple times actually. Now that I think back on uh-huh. it, because it takes me three instances to remember something. This is true. So this is like the third time you mentioned it uh, the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, has never told me his name. So if you are friends with our editor Gage and live in uh, South Dakota, hey, thanks for being a listener. Welcome. We're so sorry. <laughs> uh, what's our that's our uh, thing. I don't care. I'm watching hockey now. Oh my god! You gotta <laughs> stop. I'm gonna. Re- I'm gonna. I'm a hockey fan steal now. Steal your phone when we record. Oh, sorry. They're singing the the national anthem. So I got an email. 
Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's nothing that we can really like, uh, dig in to, but you know, email, we should address it from yes. a fan. Let's do it. Uh, have either of you ever watched any of the Dragon Ball franchise? And then no. kind of goes into, uh, a little bit of it and like kind of have him watching it and stuff like that. Uh, he's just curious on it. Have you? Regrettably, not a single episode. Okay. Not that regrettably, animes for nerds. You can leave. Can we do a whole episode on Studio Ghibli? Yeah, that's kind of Don't you different. like Avatar? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Rodden hell, you lying bitch. <laughs> but that's like, like... That's anime. Yeah. Studio Ghibli's anime. Yeah, but like, sort of on the fringes. Fair enough. I have, uh... I have watched... Uh, let's see. When I was a kid, I did watch, uh... A good bit of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Um, my sister kind of made me go through it. Um, <laughs> well, it wasn't like my sister made me go through it. She was watching it and I was just kind of like watching it on periphery. Yeah. Um, and then I did make an attempt at watching it actually relatively recently. Okay. Uh, within the past three years recently. Interesting. How was it? Um, it was, it was honestly, it was good. Uh, okay. um, I mean, I could follow the story. It's. I if I recall the general opinion about it correctly, it gets better later on, and I never made it to that because I just got busy uh, or whatever reason. Like, there's a lot to watch, but I was yeah. doing the uh, no filler watch through. Like, e- I, even though I've never seen the filler episodes, I was I wanted to get mm. the story, mm-hmm. uh, and so I had this whole sp- like spreadsheet that I printed off from like online that was like skip these episodes. Yeah, I've uh, done that reading Game of Thrones. Yeah, not skipping chapters, but like rearranging it. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so I'd watch through it. Uh, and then I also watched the uh, Team Four Star Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Okay. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, what a delight of a series. Okay. Uh, so they basically, so it's abridged. It's, they cut out, okay. They cut out every minute of filler. And by that, I mean, they also voice over everything. To where they just like <laughs> smash it all together, like smash all of the actual plot together, but also in a stupid way of saying things. Love it. It's so funny. Uh, I don't really remember how far they got because they were still making it when I watched it. When I watched it, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So this was. Oh, don't make me say it. Say it. Say it. This was say 10 it. years ago. <laughs> oh, God. Uh. uh. Oh, I hated that. Yeah. Oh, I felt the hair go grayer when I said that. Yeah. Uh, as I'm talking... I I don't have hair. (laughs) As I'm replying to an email uh, from someone who I think is actually, like, eight years older than me. Seven. Because Nick was a senior when my sister was a freshman. Uh And my sister was a senior when I was a freshman. So maybe six years. Six, seven years. Whatever. Uh... But yeah, honestly, I may show you while this is exporting. This episode mm-hmm. is exporting. I'm going to show you the first episode. Okay. They're so funny. All right. Uh, but uh, to answer your question, I have watched a little bit. Uh, I do intend to go through and actually like watch it, watch it. Um, I'm waiting for uh, work to... I'm waiting for a task at work that is going to take me a lot of monotonous hours, which may be in the next couple weeks or so. Okay. Because there's a pet project that... I've been working on and the actual uh, accomplishing of it is going to be monotonous. The setup and like the analysis and everything has been really fun. But like 
if I have been, if I was 10 years further in my career, I would then pass off the next step to an intern or something. Right. But that's me now. Yes. And so I get to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I get to be the workhorse. And so I think I'm going to, in the next couple, and so this pet project, I Mm -hmm. could put off longer, um, but suddenly got skyrocketed because it is a prerequisite for a very large project that we are getting greenlit for. Mm. And so I need to get this done quick. And so probably over the course of December and January, I'm going to be doing a lot of monotonous work. And so I may choose something like Dragon Ball that is okay. a lot of episodes that I don't really have to pay super close attention to and just let it run in the background and right. kind of watch it as a go. But uh, cool. yeah, that's the answer to the question. Uh, if you guys have emails, send it to justicelucespod at gmail.com and we'll answer it. Doesn't matter how in-depth it is. If it's just, yeah. hey, you watched this. We'll, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it if we yeah. have. <laughs> yeah, I have not seen Dragon Ball Z. Uh, to be perfectly blunt, I don't have a lot of intention of watching it, but if you watch it and you give me a, a contrasting opinion, maybe I'll try it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's enough time. Yep, let's call it. Shouts we? We shouts. Thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on uh, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and wherever other fine podcasts are sold. Uh, check us out on TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod, where we are TikTok famous. Blue check mark. I guess this is the new bit now. The new new outro bit. Until um, I forget next time. Yep. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter for as long as it still exists at Just Us Losers Pod. At some point, Twitter's going to not exist between us recording and <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> coming pull out. Into the ground. <laughs> and people are just going to try to go to Twitter to look for our, our delightful content on Twitter and they're, they're not going to find us. Yep. It's going to be bad. They're going to look for our uh, super witty comments that I post on there all the time. Remember when you used to rant? Yeah. Rob Liefeld, enemy of the show? Yeah. I have a lot of rants. None of them are either social media and professionalist approach uh, uh, appropriate or entertainment related. They're all either very vulgar and about or and or about something completely unrelated to the topic of the podcast. Good. I'm not about to get into an education political education rant it's probably for the best (laughs) (laughs) got plenty of it oh yeah trust me i've seen it (laughs) uh let's see look forward to well probably next time we'll be able to talk about black panther possibly i know i know we promised to see black adam and then we just weren't very excited about black adam yeah but black panther is apparently really good yes um it's getting a lot of money in the very early receipts so far um and all of the reviews are sharply praising it yeah so kaylin and i are gonna have a week of really not doing a whole lot because we're gonna be in san antonio oh nice for a week so we'll probably go see that nice 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 yeah i uh might be able to work out a time to go see it with hannah yeah i actually i think there is a really good time that we could thanks for listening bye 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 bye